Alright everyone, let's do this! How's everybody doing today? As usual, I'm hoping you're all doing fantastically well, that you're happy and healthy and enjoying the final moments of the month of October and getting ready for scary and spooky Halloween! I, for one, am absolutely pumped today because this is a huge personal milestone for me. Episode number 50. Woohoo! <laughs> what a ride it's been, and I'm so happy to be sharing this great joy with you. So, once again, as in every intro we do, thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to yet another episode of my podcast, Leave the Bubble, where we talk about expanding our comfort zones, dealing with changes, and embracing challenges in life, as well as being curious and, in general, trying to grow as a person. Last week, we talked about Stoicism and why embracing certain principles of this ancient Greek philosophy can be a great addition to everyone's life. We discussed letting go and stopping to force things, enjoying the moment and being present and honing in on our life's potential. We discussed the value of productive and especially insightful alone time and to look for happiness in shared and experienced moments rather than in material things. We also discussed other topics, and I absolutely enjoyed recording it, so I highly recommend you to go ahead and check it out if you haven't yet gotten to give it a listen, or if you would like to go through the points once again, you know what to do. It's episode 49, Embrace These Stoic Principles. But now, let's dive straight into this week's topic. And seeing that here at Leave the Bubble, we're all about expanding our comfort zones and taking action, actually deciding to make a change in our lives and embracing new concepts and ideas and experiencing new things. And we've talked about a bunch of them throughout the first 49 episodes. (laughs) I only see it as fitting to tackle the costs of indecisiveness the burden of staying within our bubbles and the detrimental nature of being unable to make hard decisions or decisions in general. Now, full disclosure, I was debating with myself whether to call this episode the costs of indecisiveness or the costs of indecision. The reason I chose indecisiveness is not only that it phonetically sounds way better, But indecision is a normal feature of everyone's lives. We all experience certain moments where just deciding one course of action out of possible two or more is tough. That's normal, and it happens. I went with indecisiveness because the difference between indecision and indecisiveness is that the latter is the actual condition of being indecisive. It's a character trait we carry with us and spill over to multiple areas of our lives. And once indecisions accumulate and become an indecisive personal attribute, that's when we're in trouble. So don't sweat the occasional indecision, but do be wary of chronic indecisiveness. So why is it so dangerous? Well, every single path for change begins with taking that risky and so dreaded first step forward. 
But in order to do that, to leave old habits behind, to ignore the doubters and anchors in our lives, or making a move on that cutie we've been eyeing for a while, we need to make an actual conscious decision to do so. And if we're chronically unable, unwilling, or powerless to do so, then we're faced with a much harder challenge. So let's take a closer look at why some of us tend to battle with indecisiveness. It all starts with fear. Fear of consequences and bad reputation. Fear of failure and disappointment. Fear of commitment and responsibility. When we are the ones making a decision for ourselves, we need to be the ones that have to live with the outcome of that decision. By default, we are the ones in control, whether we like it or not. And precisely this control is what scares some of us. Maybe you feel more comfortable when other people decide things for you and tell you what to do. Sure, not being forced to think or deal with the responsibility of consequences can be freeing sometimes, but if this becomes a way of life, hmm, that's not living. If we never face a challenge head-on and take action, decide to go with option A and not option B, or refuse to face the consequences of whatever happens, we will never, and I repeat, never be able to take on a leadership position. Now, don't get me wrong, not everyone needs or wants to be a leader at all times. But a leader doesn't mean being the general of a 10,000-man army. A leader is applicable in all walks of life, be it with your partner, your work colleagues, your friends, or family members. It's not about the amount of people you deal with, but the quality of your relationship with them. Every single one of us, sooner or later, is given the opportunity to step up and make a decision. Should we go to restaurant A or bar B? Should we buy a house in the suburbs or an apartment in the city center? Should we invest in the company or sell it to the highest bidder? Should you go for the kiss or hope your counterpart gives you yet another sign? Should you tell your friend the hard truth of their compromising behavior or be silent and compliant? The magnitude of the decisions we inevitably have to make will vary according to the stages of life we find ourselves in. But precisely that's why we need to start as soon as possible to be decisive and train ourselves to live with the consequences of our actions. If we always try to find excuses, then we'll never learn which ultimately means we're doomed to repeat those over and over. And once again, indecisiveness can give us a false feeling of comfort. After all, every decision is a risk, which we would be avoiding when we pass that responsibility, that burden, that weight onto someone else. But who would we be if we don't stand for something? What type of personality would we be developing if we're a straw in a field fluttering whichever way the wind blows. Just imagine yourself being at someone else's mercy at all times, never taking control of your own life and being the personification of passivity and inertia. 
you would never develop a sense of urgency to change for the better, improve, grow, and consciously leave your bubble and familiar surroundings to develop yourself and evolve. You would lose on entering friendly competitive environments that force you to test yourself with others, advance your skills, and upgrade your delegation and leadership abilities, and ultimately reap the rewards of having made the decision to be part of something, whether it's a positive gift or a new experience to learn from. So I hope that by now you understood the dangers and immense costs of indecisiveness. But of course, I don't want to just imprint a gloomy and bleak picture in your mind. I want to leave you with some practical tips on how to battle this dark cloud that's following you wherever you go, or at least properly prepare you for it should you see it slowly appearing over your horizon. The first thing I can tell you is to relax. (laughs) I know this sounds basic, but that's the first step in so many aspects of life, at least for me, hashtag episode 49. (laughs) But don't overthink and second guess your decisions. We rarely are in a position to mathematically calculate the future outcome of our decisions. So we need to trust in our own judgment and hope that we went the right way. And hey, if we didn't, then we adapt. Expanding our comfort zones also means we roll with the punches and adjust when needed. So don't sweat your decisions. Wait to see what happens and then you'll know more. You will quickly realize how much heartache and unnecessary stress you will eliminate from your life. And just like everything else in life, develop that decision muscle and try to balance it with past decisions and your instincts or gut feeling. True decision-making mastery lies in being logical when needed, but to also take that risky decision you know in your heart to be right. Relying too much on one side can be too safe or too risky, so find that balance between the two. And you know what? A fantastic way to help you make those decisions you're battling with is to think back on a time you decided to do something that ended up leading to a great outcome, something you thought would be a disaster but instead gave you a great story to tell your friends or provided you with an amazing opportunity. We all have those little success moments to think back on, so draw on those memories and let those help you propel your decision-making to new heights. And lastly, and this is something you've heard me say a bunch of times throughout these 50 episodes, embrace the chaos and the unknown. Do what scares you and what gives you that butterflies in your stomach feeling. That's where the learning curve is the steepest. Precisely there is where, yes, admittedly the decision making is the riskiest, but the rewards are also the largest. Forcing you to have the courage to leave the familiar and cozy behind, accepting the consequences and using them for personal growth. (sighs) Just thinking about it gets my heart going. You know how it is. Sometimes facing that feared challenge head on is the best way to progress. Action is the best way to battle fear. So do it. Embrace what scares you and make the conscious decision to move forward precisely because it does. 
Guys, indecisiveness is what stops us in so much in life. Going after what we want, accepting a leadership role within our tribe and taking control of our lives. Consciously leaving our comfort zones and growing along the way. Remember that much of it has to do with the inability to believe in ourselves and our skills while living with the belief that others are more capable and consequently they should make the decisions for us. No, don't outsource your opportunity for personal development onto others. Keep it and trust in yourself to make the best decisions for you. You know what's best in your interest and soon you'll be able to make the best decisions for you and the people around you who you care about and love. Start with yourself and then see the positive effect solid decision-making and decisiveness can have on others. As a great American author, Dennis Waitley, used to say, Life is inherently risky. There is only one big risk you should avoid at all costs. And that is the risk of doing nothing. Wow, I can't believe we're at the end of our 50th episode. That's absolutely insane. Woo, I'm excited. (laughs) I want to thank you from the depths of my heart for being part of this journey. What a blast it's been so far, and I truly can't wait for more. So as tradition commands, once again, a big thank you for sticking around until the end of the episode. I hugely appreciate you for it, and you know how it goes. Please stay safe, stay healthy, and hey, don't be afraid to leave your bubble.